Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Big thanks to Brooklinen for supporting Earn Your Happy. Brooklinen creates beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code Lori to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. So social media gave me the power to create passive income, to earn money while sleeping, to earn money in any single location. It's also very, very challenging sometimes to be able to share everything or to show up in the first place. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multimillionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. 
It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. If you have not yet gone to lightpink.com and opted in, I'm telling you, you need to go right now. It is my newest venture and I am putting my entire heart and soul into it. And there is so many things that you are going to benefit from. And these things that I'm so excited to share are coming up very soon and they will be delivered directly to your inbox. So you're going to get exclusive events, exclusive discounts, and exclusive information and behind the scenes all on Light Pink. So go opt in at lightpink.com. I would love if you would give me your email so that I can connect with you through there directly and you can hear all of the behind the scenes of what's going on, including all of those exclusive guides and discounts and event invites that we will be doing in the future. So today I'm so excited that I have Danielle Canty on. She is one of the co-founders of Boss Babe. She's also the president at Boss Babe. She has been the right-hand to the CEO in the scaling of the company from the startup to a multi-million dollar company in less than two years. Along the way, she's developed industry-recognized thought leadership on creating, scaling, and monetizing a brand. She's spoken at multiple conferences, and she is one of the hosts of the Boss Babe podcast, which I'm obsessed with. If you guys are growing a business, you can listen to this podcast. And of course, go subscribe, rate, and review to theirs. You're going to love it. And she is seen as a leader in the operating scaling of startups. She started her career as a chiropractor, quickly transitioning into a serial entrepreneur and becoming part of the fastest growing multidisciplinary primary healthcare companies in the UK. This background, coupled with growing multiple product channels at Boss Babe, has led Danielle to becoming a customer experience and lifetime value enthusiast. They are launching something so exciting, the Influencer School. And again, I just want to remind you to go check out their podcast. And I'm also so thrilled that she and her partner, Natalie Ellis in Boss Babe, are also proud investors at Light Pink. So I literally cannot wait to have you in on this conversation. We're going to talk all about the pros and cons of influence and what it looks like to build your confidence and influence out in the industry. This is going to help you so much with your business. Let's get started. Danielle, you're back on the show. I'm so excited to have you back again. Thank you for coming on. I know it's always so fun. I feel like I basically come on to have a catch up with you. <laughs> no, is that really what we have to do? I feel like I have to do that with some of my girlfriends. I'm like, no, come on the podcast. We'll have some like amazing conversation. We'll have coffee and we'll get content, which actually brings me to our topic is like, yes, we're having this conversation and we're also like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this content right now that we are getting. Yeah, we're also exactly. <laughs> so two birds and one stone. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Because it's a real thing. And you guys, today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of influence. And I think what we were just chatting about is this constant feeling of needing to be out there and constantly creating. And I know that, you know, when I look at um, your brand and I look at your social page and all of the things that you're doing, I'm literally like, I don't know how you guys do it. Like I, it, it's this constant creation. So first of all, let's start there because I also know that you just told me that before Boss Babe, you really hid, you really hid behind the brand. Like there wasn't like a personal page necessarily no. for you that was like, here's who I am within this company. So why don't we kind of start there and talk yeah. about what that looked like? Totally. Because I think there's like two barriers to uh, building on social media. 
I think there is the barrier of not having enough time and legitimately going, do you know what? This is not a priority in my life. I am not, I don't have time and energy to put into this. And there's also the barrier of confidence. Now, mine was a bit of both to begin with, because before I was a co-founder of Boss Babe, I was a chiropractor and my business did not come from Instagram. It came from Facebook ads and word of mouth. So actually at that point in my life, I very much looked at social media as a waste of time because I wasn't leveraging it to grow. And prior to 2017, you were kind of at the forefront of it if you're really leveraging it to grow. But when you have brick and mortars, it was a location. It was much easier to run ads to a location. Mm. However, moving into Boss Babe, I started to really see that value. Like, hang on a minute. This is really important for me to grow in this way. But then I hit my next barrier, which I think a lot of people are going to relate to. And that was confidence. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to put my face on social media. I was absolutely petrified. I remember from the transition from 2016 to 2017 was when I started to go, okay, maybe I'll start looking at social media and I'll start putting myself online. And I actually remember having my first coach. And this is how scared I was, you guys. She basically asked us to do a live in her private Facebook group of about 20 women. I was so terrified. And that's just in front of 20 women. And I really try and never forget that Mm. because it's when people tell me they're nervous or why they can't show up on social media. I'm like, yeah, I get it. And then I remember doing my first live on my first business page. And honestly, I went on and I was off before I even saw anyone pop up live. Cause I was like, hi, my name is Daddy. I can't do bye. (laughs) I was like out the door. (laughs) The point is I did it and I gave myself a pat on the back, but I really do think like that is a big barrier to a lot of people is that imposter syndrome, like, oh, who am I to have a social media brand or a page or who am I to show up and speak on this topic? But the facts of the matter is we are moving into a creator economy. You know, we are moving into it where all brands, whether it's based on your personal brand or it's a business, you are expected to create content on social media nowadays. This is what a bit, I talk to a lot of big businesses I really struggle with it. You know, these businesses that have been around a long, long time really struggle to create content that is Mm. relevant and goes viral or has people engaged because they don't really have the creative minds within their systems already. And so I think that's why a lot of other, there's a lot of disruption right now with other brands coming through, lots of D2C versus those traditional um, businesses which sold wholesale. And I think that's why it is because, you know, people buy from people and people buy from brands with faces quite often or a community. We're in an era now where it's not just good enough to have a brand name. People want the story. People want why they want to be part of something. They want to know the journey of the brand, what the brand stands for, what its values are and all those pieces. And I think that's why, you know, social media is becoming very important, whether you like, well, it's become very important, whether you like it or not. Oh man, so much good stuff. So you talk about the creator economy and also just, you know, confidence. So for people who are like, oh shit, am I going to get left behind? Because now I have no confidence to go and do all of the things and be out there. And, you know, I feel like a fraud because I'm not that person yet. Like, tell me a little bit about your journey with confidence, because I know for me, I was not born with confidence. Like I was the very last person. I I literally was the person in the corner, like who wanted to be out there, but it was like my worst nightmare as soon as attention got like directed towards me. So confidence for me, like I had to, I had to show up to big, scary things. I had to put scary things in my calendar. Like you said, I had to like go and join these groups that would literally force me out of my shell or I wasn't doing it on my own. And it's only been created because of the fact that I've shown up and done the really hard things, even if it sucks, and then immediately try to get something else on the books. It's like, it's only come from really scary action. So how has your journey looked like with, with confidence? I really agree with that. I think I say it's a scary action. I always say like confidence is competence, right? Mm. So I was genuinely horrible when I first started being on same. Yeah. And I used to do so many takes. I remember when I first met Natalie and I watched her post on Instagram story and I'm not joking. She got out of her phone. And for those who don't know, Natalie's my business partner and boss, babe. She got out her phone. She recorded a story there and then and posted it. I was like, what now? 
you didn't do that five times before you posted it. Like what? Yeah. That's what I was like. And I realized in that moment, they were like, one, the competence that she had because she'd been doing it a lot and she'd been practicing Mm. over and over again. So it became easier for her to do. But then also on top of, well, the competence creating the confidence was also the fact that she wasn't trying to be perfect. I got stuck in a loop and I don't know if you kind of relate to this as well, Lloyd. I got stuck in a loop where I felt like I had to be perfect all the time. And that was something that was like definitely throughout my childhood. And, you know, feeling like, you know, oh my goodness, I can't post this. I slipped up at this point or I said this awkward lay or whatever it was. I'd always find an excuse to do something again. And then I realized and I started programming myself to realize that 80% was done. I couldn't strive for perfect because what was happening was I wasn't putting out content because I was trying to get it perfect. And really what was happening was then nothing was going out versus if I put something out, that was actually getting me a step closer to where I wanted to be, even though it wasn't perfect. So it's kind of like that whole thing. I don't know if you've ever seen that table where it shows you like how many times you need to fail to achieve something. But if you don't try in the first place, you're not going to have any failures, but you also no chance of actually achieving anything in the first place. So really it was like, wrapping my head around that if I wanted to achieve, if I wanted to get where I wanted to be, then I had to start trying. I had to, okay, go, if I'm not very good at this, how do I become good at it? So Mm. with the podcast, I would literally spend hours like researching and doing stuff and finding questions and prepping a lot until I became a much better interviewer. And then like, it would take me half the time to do those things. But I think it's like with anything, when I remember learning ballet when I was a kid, like you have to, and you probably had this with, you know, your previous careers, like you have to start somewhere and mm-hmm. just realizing that the start is really important. I'm, I'm curious, what did you, what did you find? Because you're saying you went from no confidence and then like you are now the woman who was on like the front page of fitness magazines in a bikini. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I actually used fitness competitions to start making myself more confident. Um, because I, there was a point in my life where I was so not confident and I had such bad anxiety where I would have panic attacks all the time that I had this moment where I said, if I don't do something big and force myself to like show up in big ways and and have like a, a group around me and accountability, which I joined like a fitness team and did all the things for that. Because I swear to you, I was like, I'm going to end up in a padded room because that's that was the trajectory that my life path was on is like more and more things started scaring me like to the point where I was starting to get anxious going to the grocery store because I had just grown up seeing a mom who was having panic attacks and who was anxious and everything scared her and 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 that and God love her. But the more that you stay in your house or the more you don't do scary things, guess what's going to happen? You're leaning more into the fear. It will consume you. So I think that's so beautiful that, you know, that uh, of course, that's your journey. Of course, that's everyone's journey who's been out in the world that we see is you have to lean into your fear or it will, it will consume you whole. Like it will feel like it's eating you alive. And it's like a muscle that you grow. Like for anyone listening who's kind of like, oh my goodness, like I would love, to, and just again for context, I changed my career from a chiropractor where I had a brick and mortar business, had to be at a right. place every time to being on social media where literally Boss Babe is what, at 3.4 million now. And I have my own following of nearly 80,000, you know, and it was because I just kept stretching the muscle out. So yeah. it was like, I would do a little bit. Like I was, I remember now I show up in stories every day. There was a time when I literally used to show up in stories in a blue moon. And <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> is that saying in America? What is yeah, it? Blue moon? <laughs> um, oh, I love a saying, um, but. <laughs> I love a good like, international saying. I know, it's not, but now I'm always like, is this a British one? Or no, I totally, I totally am like, wait. <laughs> To make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, we're all on the same page on this one. But like, it's like the muscle you stretch, right? And it's the same thing with any health goal. Like you might, let's even say if we're like, okay, I want to lift no 110 pounds. I'm not going to start by, oh yeah, I'm going to start with that amount. I'm going to start a lot lower. Like start Mm -hmm. at 50 and over weeks, I'm going to get to 60 and the next week I'm going to get 70. And I think sometimes like I love the power of social media. It's genuinely allowed me to completely change my life. And Mm -hmm. I know for you, the same, the same is true, Laurie, right? We've gone from, you know, I was at a point where, okay, if I think back to my life, I was a brick and mortar businesses. They take so much investment. There was 
a, a very slow growth. I was seeing growth, but it was slow because you couldn't reach the masses because you were a set place. You were only really going to be ever as busy as you could, you know, translate your time to because there's a lot of one-to-one. So social media gave me the power to create passive income, to earn money while sleeping, to earn money in any single location. And I'm really, really grateful that for that. And it's also very, very challenging sometimes to be able to share everything or to show up in the first place. Or once you start sharing parts of your life to feel like, oh my goodness, do I need to share everything? So I think there's like so many different layers to this, mm-hmm. um, which I know we're going to end up talking about as well. So what what is influence? Like what, and, and how do you get it? Because I think so many people look at, you know, people with large followings and they're like, what is that? What is the secret sauce? How do you dial in even what you're being, you know, influencing people about? What is that? So I always answer this and I think this is a great question. So first of all, everyone has influence. And I think that's first of all, something that everyone should recognize because as we talk about that competence being confidence. So basically like everyone has influence, whether you're influencing your family, your friends, your work colleagues. And I just want to tell everyone that to remind them, like we all do it, but being on social media is giving you that influence in a bigger room. So right now you might just be influencing those who are in your close vicinity on a text message thread or WhatsApp thread, or even just talking over a dinner table or a party. But what social media does is allows you to amplify that. So once you understand the things that you want to amplify, that's when you can start influencing people in different ways. And I think influence really, I like to look at it because it can necessarily, it can be for the negative and for the positive, but we like to use it as like the positive in the sense of like, okay, I, I am telling someone that's going to make their life. I'm going to influence their life for the better. And guess what? They're going to pass it on. They're going to hear something that we talk about. So if it's around following boss babe, they're going to see that quote. They're going to see whatever it is. And they're going to share that. They're going to have this pos- positive ripple effect. So ultimately influences having an effect on someone else's behaviors, but we always, we always want to focus on positive influence. Like how can we leave this world a better place than we found it? That's how I would define it anyway, Laurie. What about you? Um, yeah, you were just actually making me think about like specific categories of influence. So it, which I can answer this too, once I ask you, but what do you think your specific, just for the people listening, so they can kind of start understanding how to tap into theirs. What do you think your category of influence is personally? And then what do you think it is in your like business, like the business of Boss Babe? So I'll do the business of Boss Babe first. And the business of Boss Babe is like influencing women to be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And also showing them that they can believe in themselves, that they get to do the things that they want to. Mm-hmm. So first of all, like we always say like a boss babe is unapologetically ambitious. Mm-hmm. All right. So first of all, it's like, yeah, do you know what? When I was like back in the day, when I was a chiropractor, I was like felt guilty of saying, hey, I want to earn more money. Totally. So we mm-hmm. wanted to normalize that. And that's how Natty and I felt. We we're like, hey. We want to normalize being able to say, do you know what? We want to achieve this in our role. We want to achieve this in our lifetime. We want to mm-hmm. have this house. We want to earn this money. We want to support, take our family away on holiday, whatever those things were. So Boss Babe definitely influences in that way. It also influences in the sense of, we always say they're going to be their best selves. Mm-hmm. So showing up, showing up in a way that supports your family, your friends, learning to grow personally and professionally. Because I think Tony Robbins was always right when he said, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is true. If you're not learning to overcome that next thing, what are you really working on? Mm -hmm. So I think we have a big influence in that way. And that also comes in a holistic approach as well. Like with my background in health, we always said like holistic approach to business. You know, business is, it really is like, 80% 80% mindset, 20% skill. And you have to be able to, you know, overcome those hurdles, build a strong mindset, have good health to support being able to work long hours or being able to show up with good energy for those people around you. Mm. And, you know, I think lastly, 
it's really about boss babe is really there to be a brand behind women's success. So however they define success and letting women define success in their own terms, it's not always monetary at all. It can be whatever you deem it to be. A big version of my success was, do you know what? I want to be able to work all over the world. That was one of my versions of success. And so getting people to define that, like that's what Boss Babe stands for. That's how we influence to get people to believe in themselves that anything is possible if they put their mind to it. And then outside of that mind, I think mine's more around like the hurdles I've overcome. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't born an entrepreneur. I found showing up on social media really, really difficult. I've been through a divorce this year. I moved from the UK to America. And I genuinely believe that I'm not special. I'm not talented in certain areas that other people are not. I just have my eyes locked on something that not achieving it is worse than the thought of pushing through the fears that, mm-hmm. you know, I need to, to achieve it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing when people are struggling to show up with confidence or do those things, things it's like attaching to their why. Like when you have that, why, when that, why is so, so powerful, the thought of not achieving that or not doing like not getting there, we're not making progress towards that is really worse than showing up and putting your face on social media. Mm, and I, I think that, you know, I think it makes you relatable, making the brand relatable. So it it is so powerful, I think, to see you behind the brand, especially now showing up. And, you know, you just shared that you'd gone through a lot. You, I mean, for, for people who have never done a move to another state, imagine a move or who have, imagine a move from another country, just the complete differences and culture yeah. shock and, you know, all of the the things that you just are like, you're just trying to figure out where the grocery store is, let alone in another, another no, country. You know, that's you know? Really funny. It really is because like, there's so much with, and it's actually surprising how many people have moved countries. Like I get so many DMs about it and I'm always like, wow, my goodness, there's so many people move, like good on everyone. And I think even moving to different States as well, but mm-hmm. that's the thing why I like my brand to be is like showing, it's showing all the behind the scenes. It's not easy on social media. Like I find that much easier on the podcast to do in all honesty, because it gives you a chance to talk and dive into those details. Mm. Um, but I really try and make my, my platform a place that's very authentic and it's just like genuinely yeah, like I'll show up like, oh my goodness, this went wrong today. Versus, oh my God, everything is so wonderful day in, day out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not true. Oh my God, is it ever? <laughs> I'm always like, when it looks too good, I'm like, oh, I don't know how crazy that is behind the scenes. Yeah, but but maybe the hard. better it is, the crazier it is. <laughs> oh, I think that, but it is hard though, right? Like yeah. you, you and I were talking earlier about like Instagram and you know, you get like such a short period of time to have a conversation with someone, one-sided conversation, really like right. sharing your thoughts. Like it, it's so, it's so difficult to really make sure that you're not adding to the problem of the highlight reel. That's what, that's uh, what I struggle with. So this will be interesting because the, I find that I can share vulnerably, but people only really read a lot of the vulnerable shares with a great picture. So <laughs> it's really yeah. interesting because they want the vulnerable but they don't really stop on the stuff that isn't flashy. So if we're being totally honest, I think that is the challenge with social media is they say they want one thing or they they relate to you because of the vulnerability and the realness, except I get the most responses when I'm totally dolled up and then put like a response below that's like, or a, a post below about being vulnerable or whatever that looks like. Like, I really, since the beginning, I kind of actually have understood the bait and switch. Do you guys have that phrase where you're from? Okay, the bait and switch. It's like a lot of times in order for people to listen to you, you have to give them the bait that they want, but you have to make sure that you're switching it with like the things that will actually get them what they want. And I think that's the kind of thing where it's this mix of showing up vulnerably, but also giving them the thing that grabs their attention. What do you think of that? Yeah. It's like, what's that saying? Like give them what they want. No, show them what they want. Give them what they need. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like hooking people in. And I, that, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that, I mean, I'm definitely pleased at least with TikTok, things are starting to be more authentic. I think Instagram went through this period of being so fake. Like you basically were not going on Instagram unless you were like a bikini model (laughs) who was like, 
doing shots all the time. It would, it did go or fitness, like in a fitness person showing, you know, as you know, like in really good, like before and after it's like, that's what was trending for a really long time. Whereas yeah. I think now we have moved to more of a, a time and a period where people are craving that little more, more behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the less polished images sometimes. And I think TikTok's really helped with that because TikTok's very much been about people just like putting things up authentically, not fully yeah. polished, not perfect. And that's obviously translated from TikTok to Instagram reels. And I do see that, but ultimately, no, I think you're right. And I think we each, if we look at our own behaviors, even as, even as content creators, if we start looking at our own behaviors and analyzing, okay, yeah, what grabs me? What am I, what am I noticing the most? Mm-hmm. Um, it does definitely tell a lot. Cause I, I know I, I look at my feed as well and I'm like, Oh, what's in here? Like how much of like context am I reading? And I think it's like, you have to, you have like 0.13 milliseconds now to grab someone's attention as they're scrolling. Mm. You know, so that's why the pictures are so powerful. I'm going to take a quick pause because I just want to ask you, how did you sleep last night? If you were one of my really good friends and you were hanging out, or maybe you stayed the night because you're visiting from somewhere, I would ask you, how was your sleep? Because to me, that is one of the most important things. And I want all of the people that I love and care for and everyone who's going after a dream to get amazing rest. You deserve incredible rest and relaxation. You deserve comfort. And that's where Brooklinen comes in. You can get $20 off your purchase of $100 at brooklinen.com when you use my promo code Lori. Brooklinen was built to deliver simple, beautiful, high-quality home essentials at a fair price. They have something for every comfort need with the best fabrics from percale and linen to cashmere and sateen. With the seasons changing, it's the ideal time for a home refresh and Brooklinen is always launching new products, colors, and patterns that you can choose from. I'm talking buttery, soft, and breathable sheets. Am I making you tired yet? Do you need a nap? Hopefully not during this podcast, but let me tell you, they are plush and they have crazy absorbent towels, cozy robes, and comfy loungewear you'll want to put on and never take off. And now that most of us work from home, do we really even need to? We just got back to Arizona after traveling to the Midwest in our RV all summer, and we were welcomed home by our brand new set of Brooklyn and bedding. Is there anything better than fresh sheets and bedding? I swear. It's almost difficult for me to get out of bed and start my day because the comfort is real, you guys. I can't wait to try out more products from Brooklinen as the weather begins to cool. And I'm thinking a big cozy robe. If you know me, I am all about that robe life. So go yourself and give yourself the comfort and the rest that you deserve and get it for less at brooklinen.com. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code Lori to get $20 off with minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code Lori for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. And I'm checking in with your quick reminder of how incredibly important hydration is. So you guys, I have been not drinking as much water as the weather has cooled down. It makes it so much easier to miss signs of dehydration, like overheating perspiration, which means it's even more important to keep your body properly hydrated because with all of the things that you have going on, with all of the things that I have going on, one of the main parts of thinking clearly is making sure that you have enough water and you're hydrated. Flu season is in full swing and proper hydration vitamins can help support a strong immune system. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. So not only that, but the product tastes amazing with flavors like watermelon, strawberry, and lemon lime. You're going to be enjoying a few extra drinks now that the holidays are approaching. So this is exactly what you need. And I like to do this before I even go out. So if I have something socially that I know I might have a couple cocktails at, you know, I'm going to be pounding a big water with liquid IV in it. So I love having liquid IV for during my workouts. And also if I just noticed during the day that I am not drinking as much water. And I told you, like I told you before, I'm like a toddler. I need it to taste good so that I drink it. 
So you guys, it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. The optimal ratio of glucose, sodium and potassium delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. And Liquid IV has an insanely amazing mission to change the world. The company is donating 4 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. They have donated over 1 million servings globally. You can grab your favorite Liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code HAPPY at checkout. Who doesn't want to save money? Go to liquidiv.com. And that's 25% off anything you order when you grab better hydration today using promo code HAPPY at liquidiv.com. Okay, so question. What about social media or Instagram is the hardest for you? What are those moments where you just want to grab your phone and chuck it out the window? Or you're like, I can't believe I just went down this rabbit hole it's making me feel like X. Like, tell me those moments when you're just like the really shitty side of social media and how do you kind of like combat it because you have to be on it. So I think there's two sides for me, a consumer and a creator. Mm. So as a creator, I find it really difficult sometimes when I'm in a beautiful moment and I'm like, oh, I'm reaching for my phone. I'm like, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, for sure. It's welcome here. Like, (laughs) Like why I'm like, I'm like in this beautiful moment and I'm like, what? Like, it's not enough just to consume a beautiful moment anymore. It has to be like, like share a picture on social media about this beautiful moment that now you're looking through your lens on. Like, what the fuck? What happened to life? (laughs) You know, that's when it pisses me off. Uh, So for my, what I tend to do, not for my stories, but for my actual posts, I batch create most of my content. Mm. So I will do photo shoots in different outfits in different settings so that I have that because it's a balance for me. I don't want to have to feel like every day I'm doing a photo shoot to post. Like that doesn't feel good. Or like I'm thinking like constantly every day, like, oh, you know, this shot's going to be good here. I need to put this new outfit on. Like, I don't want that in my life. Mm. So I really get that balance between creating, batch creating content And even Mm -hmm. if you can't afford like a photo shoot or anything like that, just have a day where you're like, okay, I am going to do some uh, shots today. I've got a friend. She's also wanting to grow her following. We're going to team up and we're going to shoot each other. And they don't need to be perfect nowadays. That's what I was talking about, like authenticity. And you can do so much editing on your phone. You don't even need professional shoots anymore. So I think that's really powerful. And then from a consumer point, like I think as a woman, the standard of beauty. I think that's what sucks me in the most. I'm like, holy crap. Like, is this what like people expect me to look like? I mean, I don't know about your listeners, but I mean, even now I'm like, hang on a minute. What I have, to, I, I spent so much on like, then get it so easy. You guys, I have to spend so much on beauty things. Like what, getting my hair done or getting my eyelashes done. Or like, I might get a little bit of Botox now and then like all these things, get my nails done, getting a tan done. I'm like, that is time consuming. Oh, it is so annoying. No. So I think <laughs> then when I go on social media and I'm like, you know, I have to be, I have to remind myself that like, there's so many, like beauty comes in so many shapes and forms. And I'm speaking really candidly to you guys, because I really do think I'm, I'm sure I'm just a human. I'm just a woman who is in her early thirties looking at other women. And I admire so much people's beauty. And sometimes you have to have that check on yourself. Like, oh my goodness, you can see yourself comparing. Am I skinny enough? Am I pretty enough? All these things. And I have to stop that. I'm like, no, I am. Like beauty comes in so many different shapes and sizes. It's not just how you look. It's your personality. It's your brain. It's your soul. It's all those things. It's the energy that you bring to a room. And just reminding myself that, you know, Instagram is a true dimensional reality. And I think that's really important. That's for me anyway, and my struggles already. I don't know how you felt it. And I, I guess like, have you, did you have some of these challenges? Like I'm obviously just sharing about the beauty stuff. Did you have some of these challenges when you were in the fitness industry doing your competition? Oh my gosh. I mean, yes. And I feel like it's way more intense now just because it's in your face 24 seven, where in the fitness industry, I could kind of go off you could, you could like go and live in between the competitions. You know what I mean? And you could, there was like MySpace when I started and then Facebook. And that really started to mess with me because 
what happened is they were only posting pictures of when they were at their leanest. So I thought that they, I thought people were walking around in their like magazine cover leanest 24 seven. I did. I didn't know these. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like over here thinking like I need to be, you know, 10, 15 pounds less at all times, which is so unhealthy. It's like so bad for women. And this happened to so many women. And I'm sure it's still happening with Instagram now, obviously. But we just get in our head about what is real and none of it's real. Oh my gosh. Like how many pictures do we take to get one good picture that we're like, yes, that's the one. Like I want to see all 25 to 72 pictures in order to get that one picture that makes you look like what you think is the version of you that you want to post. Yeah. And this is like, honestly, you guys like this. Okay. So again, chiropractor, no one ever took pictures (laughs) of me. This is a whole new world. And I think just calling some of this out actually, Laurie, is really important because I don't think we take for granted that people know because we know now, but you're right. Like lighting is so important. First of all, you guys, like when you have a person who knows lighting angles, it is a freaking game changer. Mm -hmm. Second of all, like you were saying with like, I mean, I don't do this with my photo shoots, just like, that's not what I'm like, I'm not showing off my body or any of those pieces. But yeah, I treated a lady and she was saying like, she would do this whole dehydration regime like ahead of those shows. And like some people who do some of those bikini shots, like professional ones, they're doing that before they're having these Instagram shots and they're doing it the same thing all in a day. So it looks like it's over several weeks, but actually it's all in a day, right? Oh, totally. So you're getting content for like your next three to six months when you looked great on one day and the rest is like, oh, thank God I can go and like yeah. be and whatever. I think, and I think it's just reminding people. And then again, like there's always like post editing. I don't Photoshop my images, but they'll like tweak the lighting on stuff or they'll like change. So like colors pop, that makes all the difference. It really does. If you put presets on your images, like it really does make things change. And so Mm -hmm. I think just speaking more openly about the realities behind the camera. And that's why I love podcasting because it gives you this opportunity. Like, how are we even going to have this conversation on Instagram? Like, we want to hear the best thing ever. So, in you know, I worked out at um, the Equinox in Santa Monica, and a couple of it was like before a Victoria's Secret Angel show, and a couple of the angels were in there working out for like the few weeks prior, and they like weren't wearing makeup and they were just in normal workout clothes, and it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life because I was like, they look. Don't get me wrong, they're gorgeous, but they mm-hmm. looked normal. Yeah. Like they were normal people doing normal, normal workout moves. Their butt wasn't popped out. Like they hadn't yet gone through their like dehydration, which they do do some of them (laughs) from what I was hearing. And yes, they're freaking gorgeous, but they were so beautiful in like a natural way that it was one of the most powerful things for me to go, holy shit. Like they look like normal people when they walk around. Like, yeah, it's crazy. One of the biggest hacks I think to beauty is actually confidence for sure. And like, I think that is the biggest thing that shines through when you are confident, when you pull your shoulders back, when you're just like showing up unapologetically who you are. Like I definitely in my twenties went through a period of being like, I'm not good enough. My body's not good enough. I don't look the right way. All these things. Like I definitely for sure went through that in my thirties. I'm way more like, do you know what? This is me. I work out not to lose weight. I work out because I do it for me because I want to be healthy. And there is nothing like completing that workout to start my day. It makes me feel like so good about myself. Mm -hmm. And I then have confidence to wear the clothes that I want to wear or to, yeah, just like, I don't know. It it just really, really helps me. So I think for anyone, it's like how you talk to yourself is one of the biggest changes that you can make. And that doesn't come easily. That is again, a muscle that you have to stretch. I went from like, oh, I don't like this or I don't like that, like to finding things in myself. Actually, I met an amazing friendship group in LA who really helped me this. Sometimes we'd go around at dinner and say like one thing you love about yourself. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that can be really hard. And if you find that hard, keep doing it because the more you can be like, oh my goodness, I love this part about me and add to that, Mm -hmm. the more confidence you'll feel and maybe you'll be able to show up in a completely different light. And then on top of that, like affirmations, like if you don't feel confident, um, and beautiful in your own skin, like how can you affirm that within you? Because 
it's really easy to be a victim sometimes and be like, oh, there's no, oh, like there's nothing I can do about this. But when you start controlling the worst yourself, whether it's like, okay, I have an affirmation that tells me I am beautiful on the inside and out and I radiate every day. You mm-hmm. start seeing that enough. You start believing that as well. And then again, like just as a side note, whenever you have tasks to do, if you want to show up on social media, if you want to be like, okay, I go, I want to, you know, be more influential on social media. You're like, you get to, not you need to. I mm. I need to show up on social media is very different to you. I get to show up on social media. I mm. want to show up on social media because it's helping me get that bit closer to that goal that I've set myself or it's helping me change the life of my family. It's helping me get one step closer to moving abroad or one step closer to buying that house that I want. Like whatever that is, like really be wary of your language that you're utilizing around your, around your yourself and um, speaking because I think that's one of the biggest habits the smallest habits but one of the biggest habits that you can actually change oh I love that so much um, it's really changing those beliefs obviously obviously about yourself so that makes me want to know what is a belief right now that you are currently working on changing in order for you to become kind of that next higher version of yourself so I think for me, like those who listen to my podcast, so we have a boss with podcast. And I think, you know, like I said, on social media, they're going to give snippets. And it took me six months to announce on Instagram that I was getting divorced, but I spoke about it a lot sooner in our community. And I spoke about it a lot sooner on the podcast because you could give more context to it. Mm. And I think with that, one of the things that I've been working on, whoever's gone through a divorce it's like it's not a nice process at all and I'm somebody who likes to set a goal and work towards it but I found a lot of this was out of my control and so for me the biggest thing that I've been working on is surrendering and knowing things will turn out fine Mm -hmm. and the patience around that being like you know I don't have to have everything controlled all the time in my life. It's just like, actually, do you know what? In this journey, I'm on this roller coaster. I get to surrender into this. I get to have patience in this and know that it will come, like know that it will all work out for the better. Mm. Because I think I, I really try and prescribe to a thing in my life that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And as painful as, as it is to go through a breakup, there are so many lessons in it. And I think for me, that's what I'm working on right now is just knowing that the things that are difficult only make you stronger. They only give you more life experience. They only give you more ways to relate to people. And I've made so many, had so many amazing and powerful conversations by sharing my story, whether it's people Mm. reaching out to me or in like one-to-ones, like, oh, like people know I'm going out for it. And then they reach out to share their story and some wisdom with me. And I think that's like the biggest thing. It was a long kind of wind dance as I was kind of thinking through, but I think it's surrendering and knowing things happen for me, not to me. Mm. What about yours? Because you're doing so much right now. Like you have done like a full transition. You know, mm. yeah. Um, there's so many, right? Like, <laughs> I know that you have so many that you, you, you could probably pick. But top of mind, you're always on the right path, no matter what. Like, even when you yeah. think you're on the wrong path, or when things are like kind of like what you said, when things are going wrong, or when you keep hitting wall after wall, or maybe you feel like, a, a, you know, you're not getting through a door or maybe you're not getting the attention of certain people that you want to get, or it's, it's kind of like, you're always on the right path. And if you kind of ease up, we're saying the same thing in a different way. I'm noticing. So but like isn't surrendering that, isn't that, and letting go. But mm-hmm. isn't that interesting? You know, mm-hmm. and maybe that's like, that obviously is going to be so many people are going to relate to us because it's probably a thing that lots of people have to go through. I think we just like live in a world sometimes where we want like, I get maybe it comes back down to social media. Sometimes we see these instant successes. Mm-hmm. We see these instant results. And just recognizing that none of it is instant. Having a business partner is actually really amazing. And she shared mm-hmm. with me a extract from a book that she was reading today and it was like sometimes you perceive things to be a problem but they're not a problem 
They're just something you're going through to get to where you want to be. I'm like, oh yeah. And that can apply to anything that's showing up for you in work. Like anything like if, you know, oh yeah, like I have this problem in quotation marks um, in work right now, but it's not, it's just helping you go through your, there's always going to be things that you're going to have to hurdle over to get to where you want to be. So again, Mm -hmm. that's like the reframe. And I think just recognizing things are not necessarily good or bad, not positive or negative. They're just things that you just need to overcome. And that's life. Yeah. I look at it and, you know, to even quote the book, like the obstacle is the way it's always the way like it, you, the, the problem is always the way to the lesson. And the lesson is the thing that you need to move forward on whatever it is that you're working on. And it's crazy to me because I always, so I always compare it to fitness. Like I always think of it just because that was my foundation. It's like, we all want these healthy fit bodies, except when we go and we pick up the weight, we're like, this shit is heavy. It's like, no, that is your answer. Like the heavier, the better, like the heavier, the better, which is crazy. And it's just, it's like, that is how you gain strength without that dumbbell or without that resistance. You're, you're actually not getting strong. You're getting weaker. So when we put our lives in situations where there's no resistance, it's a really bad thing for our soul because in my personal, this is just me speaking from personal experience. I am either challenged or depressed. I kind of don't have an in-between. I need some little challenge that I'm learning or overcoming or physically doing in order for me to not be like, huh, like what am I working? What, what am I working toward? Like I think humans are at the core here to progress like progress mentally, progress your family forward, progress in evolution, progress in life. And when we're not kind of focusing on progression, even if it's just like, we need to make sure... the diff- I think the difference from now and in the past is we had a life that made us progress no matter what. You had to like go out and you know kill something to eat it or go out and grow something and be working physically and working hard and connecting with your neighbor because your neighbor was the one with the the meat or the milk and you needed to live and you had to connect like you were forced to progress and connect and now we don't have that so we actually have to implement that into our life in order for us to like challenge ourselves to go and connect and challenge ourselves to go and grow something because we're not growing you know food anymore well some of us are but most of us aren't mm-hmm. so It's just, it's interesting that that is something that we have to always look to, to like make sure that we are choosing some form of resistance or it will choose you. And it will be the form of resistance that doesn't necessarily help Mm. you get anywhere. I love that. That's really powerful and such a good reframe around thinking that if you don't have resistance, you really get weaker. That's true. That's the wastage, you know? Just think you're not stretching, you're not utilized. Isn't it funny how we keep coming back to muscles today? (laughs) Like you're not using that muscle. Like we're going to go lift together. I don't know. I use the muscles, people. (laughs) It's so true. Okay, so I literally, so you've created something called Influencer School and I want to know all about like why you created it and who it's for and was it fun creating it? Was it hard? Tell me all the things. It was fun. It was hard. It was all the things, really. As we know, it's all the things. Nothing is, easy nothing is ever not all the things no exactly you know but I just posted reposted Brendan Bouchard's quote the other day it's like don't be surprised if you knock on the door of opportunity and work answers or hard work answers I was like I love that one you know yeah it's true yeah exactly so yeah we basically were like we're obviously observing how much the creator economy is taking over, whether it's selling B2B or selling B2C, so business to business or business to consumer. Mm -hmm. If you are a content creator, there is opportunity to create so much wealth and so much freedom and really drastically change your situation, right? Also, if you have a business, you need to be creating some form of content. But what we realized was that we had really at Boss Babe understood what creates good content, but a lot of people don't really know how to, you know, not just grow followers and get them, but actually how then to monetize them. Mm. So we put together a brand new course called Influencer School. Um, And in that we teach an MBA method, which stands for magnetize, build and activate. And Mm. in that kind of go through it with you around, Hey, look, if you want to grow on Instagram or if you want to go on social, like TikTok or YouTube, these are all the things that you need to do. You need to understand who the brand, like what the brand is, 
you know, who it's for, what you're talking about, what are the values it stands for. And we start mapping that out. And in that section, we actually teach you all the things, the hacks that people don't really talk about, like how to edit pictures or how to edit videos or how to actually craft and pull out these things so that they, you know, captivate or like I say, magnetize people and they want to come to you and they follow you for certain things. So we started like really teaching those things out. Then we started talking about build, you know, we understood from looking at our insights of boss way. Well, hang on a minute. When we go into our insights, we can see that these are the types of things that bring followers in and help engage with them. So we teach you how to look at that and do more of it, how to show up consistently and how to start building followers that are ideal clients. Because Really, there's no point having hundreds and thousands of followers if they're not actually ideal clients and they're never going to buy from you. So we always say we we earned a million dollars way before we had a million followers. That's a true thing that happened to us. And we want that to be able to teach other content creators how to do that. And the last thing was activate. So how to actually get people to purchase from you, what that looks like, how to get people to go from a social media platform onto your email list, the power of that, why you need to be doing that, and then how you can work, whether it's B2B, or whether that's B2C. And just really teaching everyone what we learned over these last three years. Like my job, I do my job well when I'm helping more women make more money. That is my sole goal in life. Mm. I want more money in the hands of women because I genuinely think they do amazing things in the world. Mm. And I think the world is going to be a better place if we can get more wealth into the hands of powerful women who have a positive ripple impact. So the course actually releases... um, end of October, early November. And yeah, just teaching people exactly what we've done, our blueprint, no secrets. Um, and that's how we teach them. And we'll be able to, I think we'll have a we might have a link for you guys by the time this goes out. I'm not sure, but you can definitely follow us on the Boss Beer podcast and we'll be giving all the details now at the time for that as well. I love it. And I can honestly say, you know, you, you guys have um, come in and taught in different masterminds. I've learned from you guys personally. I've gone through some of your content. I go on your page all the time. We've had strategy sessions for um, Light Pink, which you're an amazing investor in. And I can say that you are such a good teacher of being able to like take what feels big and bring it down to bite-sized pieces so it's really tangible to be able to do in your life. Sometimes it can feel so huge, right? But I feel like you guys break it down into almost like sections because I'm not a linear thinker. So for me, that can feel really big and challenging um, to be like, where do I start even showing up? Like with what type of message? And you really give like here's what you're going to do first. Here's your day today. Here's what the content is going to look like. It's so easy. Yeah. It's because it's like, that's exactly what I needed. Like, like I was never a, you know, this stuff never came naturally to me. So then when something doesn't come naturally to you and you have to work Mm -hmm. at it, it's actually much easier to teach because you kind of understand like all the handles that you had to take to get there. Totally. Yeah. I love that. So you guys also have a podcast um, and you're you're doing your season. What season is this? Well, we we just run constantly, but we never used to do video and we launch with video now. So um, the release date is 4th of October. Um, We've got some amazing guests on. um, We're launching with Jay and Raddy Shetty as their first interview they've ever done together. Oh my gosh. And then Mel Robbins came on. Oh my goodness. She she came out the gate so strong, you guys. I was blown away. Like, I'm like, no wonder she was the number one female motivational speaker. She was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited just about having more conversations, you know, with Jay and Raleigh, we took over about relationships and mm-hmm. all these pieces. And Mel was sharing about how she was like, you know, almost an alcoholic and she was a million dollars in debt. And like, this is why I love the podcast. I guess mm-hmm. like get all the juicy information, but like, it, it just makes it, everything's relatable. You know, I we've got another one releasing tomorrow on like divorce from the point of view and like what you need to know like before you get married if you have a business should you get a prenup or not I don't know we're discussing it all for you like mm. it's those things that are not necessarily easy to talk about on social media but on the podcast it's very easy to get into information we've done stuff on polycystic ovaries all the things mm, so good well I follow and I listen so because I just so we love, love yours too That's oh my like, god she just have a chat on both of us <laughs> So good. I know. Isn't it so funny? Like I can talk to you guys as friends, but then also sometimes I'm just like, no, I really just let's go listen to some business over there. Um, Okay. What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to start doing? And what do you want more of? 
Ooh, what I want to stop doing. Oh, okay. I want to. Uh, John, I felt, can I give ones that I've already started working on? Cause I feel like yeah. this is already in place for me. So I stopped criticizing my body. Beautiful. That has been a big one for me. Mm. I started showing up with more confidence mm. intentionally. That was an intentional decision. Mm. And what do I want more of? Laughter. I feel like mm. when I'm laughing, when I'm playing, like if I'm too doing too much, if I don't get the balance right between work and play, I'm miserable and I burn out. And for me, having weekends off and playing and having fun fuels me into the next week. So mm-hmm. then I'm... Oh my gosh. I just have to tell you, like I have, I have firsthand, whether it's seen the byproduct of you not criticizing, I didn't know that you were, but you feel larger than life. Like you literally feel (laughs) like so your energy is so big and magnetic. Yeah. I love it. I feel, I feel the shift for sure. And I think that comes from like really dropping in and just loving you are are. honestly not the only person that's commented on that. That's why anyone who's listening Mm -hmm. who relates to my story, just know you can intentionally change it because I did like, I'm a completely different person, but I was energy is beauty because, because it's like, you don't, look different, but you actually look yeah. different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's real, real changing your energy. It's a beauty tip, you guys. It's yeah. freaking amazing. So I love that. And if you want to have more fun, you should come and we could go wake surfing and then we'll go. We'll also, I'm, I'm your girl I'm for fun. That's for sure. I'm there. I'm there for sure. Okay. <laughs> amazing. Well, you guys definitely go um, check out the podcast. Can you give all the handles and all the places where they can yeah, find you and follow so- you? You can find the podcast, just the Boss Babe podcast. It's nice and simple. You can find Boss Babe at bossbabe.inc. And myself, my handle is at Danielle Canty on social media. Thanks, Laurie. You're so amazing. Um, I just want to share for people who don't know you, like she's so freaking awesome. If you think she's amazing on here, like she's, you're even better in person. You're <laughs> so generous. You're such a leader. You're so present with people. Um, and I'm just genuinely so grateful to walk this lifetime for you or with you. And um, I just, I know that there are such things that you can't even imagine in store for you. Um, so I'm so grateful for having you on the show. Thank you again for Thank coming you. on. Bye everyone. And until next time, earn your happy. We will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone 
phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com want to know a huge secret to my success Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori.